0: The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the Ricky and Clark Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times.
0: And thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name's Clive and I'm joined by Ricky. How are you this evening, Ricky?
1: I'm doing well, yourself?
0: Yeah, I'm good. There was a touch and go with regards to your availability tonight, but we got there eventually. Um, yep. So it's good to have you on. It's good to
1: be on, as usual.
0: Yep. Yeah, the, the OG crew. <sighs> moving on <laughs> um, the, as is normal tradition on this programme when we do the fast lane you know, when we do the pay per view follow up show we have the prediction results like the table that we do however there was a caveat last week that if Rusev and Nakamura got over 3.5 stars so basically if they get 3.75 stars and over I would take 5 points off my total tally because I didn't think they had it in them now It was not the worst of matches I've seen. It was quite decent, so I'm a wee bit squeaky bum time. I don't know what Meltzer will give it. I still don't think he'll give it 3.75. However, we'll wait for that official rating to come out and then I'll update the league table and give you the results next week. All right. Um, Fastlane, Ricky, a good show all round?
1: I think so. I think so. I would say solid to just maybe better than that as well. similar to quite a lot of recent pay per views. Um can't say mm-hmm. many have like blown me away, maybe individual matches, but as an overall pay-per-view there hasn't been one that's blew me away completely. Um Rumble was good but right enough that probably did blow me away. Um But overall it was a good it was a good solid pay per view. Um several sort of storylines coming out of uh different matches Potentially
0: all of them, actually. So overall, um, I did enjoy it. I did, I en- enjoyed what I saw. Aye, yeah, right. And that they've had a sort of steady consistency with regards to pay per views, especially in 2018. For me, Royal Rumble, it didn't blow me away, but I still enjoyed it. There wasn't anything. There wasn't any sort of offending booking or anything like that. And the Elimination Chamber was all well and good. Nothing that annoyed me from any of the matches in terms of outcomes and stuff. And the same again with Fastlane. But I think from where Smackdown has been over the last God knows how many months now, basically since the uh, Superstar Shake-Up after WrestleMania last year, it's really struggled for a long, long chunks of that year. So the fact that they had a good pay-per-view should be applauded, to be fair. And it was decent for the grand scheme of things. As I said, the Rusev-Naka match was good. Randy... Orton, Bobby Roode was alright but it was just one of those Trinlock Island numbers and although it was that's alright for some people I just thought, I was worried about going into that match that their styles were too similar and it would be like a styles clash, no pun intended there and it didn't really come out of second gear at all that's a problem that with a lot of Randy Orton's matches so that kind of put a dampener on things the women's tag match was oh hum, just what you would expect, really. I did enjoy the women's title match. I thought that apart from one brutal botch, I don't know if you remember it at all, where Charlotte was she, like she was trying to twirl Ruby Riot round into the ropes, and she just her aim was completely off, and Ruby Riot still flung herself into the second rope. Do you remember seeing that at all?
1: Vaguely, yeah, I do. Uh, it, it
0: took me right out of it because up until that. I thought this wasn't a this wasn't a tidy match. It was already ugly. Um, lots of sort of grisly punches being thrown, and it was just a, a scrap, a good fight. But that moment in particular threw me out of it. But definitely Ruby Riot um, gave a really good account of herself on pay per view. Hopefully, that's good things for her going forward. Were you a good fan of this match? Don't know why I said good fun there, but <laughs> yeah,
1: I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Um, I didn't really know what to expect going in. Um, I wasn't expecting, like you know, a, an absolute classic. Um, for what it was, almost like a because it's almost like a filler pay per view in a sense. What you get between a rumble and in um, WrestleMania. You don't expect too much to happen, too much of excitement. Um, So, yeah, for me, as a one-off feud and a one-off sort of match, for the time being, I did enjoy it. Um, Mm. But obviously, the big thing was what took place after the match, um, with Asuka appearing, so...
0: I mean, nothing... That's the thing with a lot of... I know a lot of SmackDown's Mania matches took shape on Sunday there and Tuesday last night as well. But before that, there was just this air of... oh this isn't going to be good, but they've got a few matches on paper now, like set in stone, so you've got AJ Naka we know that AJ won the six pack challenge once and for all Aska and Charlotte, and see when Aska came out, there was a, a delayed reaction pop from the crowd, it was just a "Yeah, Aska's music come, hit, oh wait a minute, and then they realised what was actually going on and I was I had quite the pop when I was watching it in the house, just like you dancer this is going to be fantastic, and the just the gravity of the situation that Charlotte Flair this match that you personally have been dreaming about for months and months and months way before Asuka was even called up and it's happening at Wrestlemania this is actually right. okay you've got AJ Naka but this is quite possibly the match of the night for me in terms of hype, my own personal hype where would you put it in your hype chart?
1: I um... You know, on and off record, i, I maintained that Charlotte should never have lost her undefeated streak. And when Asuka came up, it should have been sort of streak versus streak. Um, the match, like, just because that's not involved, just because that, that little caveat's not in it, doesn't bother me at all. This, and, and you, uh, I'm pretty certain you should remember, again, I remember telling you one day a women's match will main event WrestleMania. I think you were a bit like, because mm, this was before the so Concold, like before even we saw, I think this was even before we saw Sasha Bailey at uh-huh. TAPO and stuff like that. So. This
0: was even before the women's revolution, wasn't it?
1: I, say, uh, I think so, and I said it two years. You. So you were a bit like, mm, and then you're like, no, well, they might mean event a pay-per-view, which has already took place twice. I think so, isn't it?
0: If you include the Rumble, then yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. Um, so I maintain a women's match well uh, main event mania. That may even happen next year if they decide to go Ronda Rousey and Asuka, depending on how Ronda Rousey looks for the next year. Well, but I mean, I maintain it, and for me, this is probably one of the top three matches I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, it is legit heavyweight women, um, like it is box office. It's like a pay-per-view boxing event, and this match it is going to. I've got extremely, extremely high hopes
0: for this match This match, this is what Wrestlemania is all about for years, like a good few years now I have bought into all the hype and then on the night I've just been let down or whenever I watch it I've just been let down, Th- 32 didn't do almost anything for me, 31 thought it was decent, it was saved I think the tone of the whole show was saved with Seth Rollins cash in at the start eh, sorry at the end eh, and The last year was just, it was just too long to even sort of properly gauge how good it was because it was just such a long drag, a long slog. Mm -hmm. But this Ask a Charlotte, um, before this, I was actually listening to Rich from One Nation. He's actually on the Docs podcast this week with Dave Fenichel. Uh, And he was saying, you've got a few matches that are on the card this year. You've got AJ Naka, Roman and Lesnar. They've already faced each other before. Right, Ask and Charlotte have not and they are both like proper peerless professionals in their game so to see them square off against each other I mean, I don't even care I do not care how badly Smack Big Brian James books this this is going to be a, a showstopper I really hope it is and if I'm disappointed I'll be gutted but I can't see it being bad
1: No, um, I think what you're getting is two of the top three women in the in in the company. So, um, obviously, that doesn't mean Styles are going to jail, etc. But when 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 two individuals are that good, you you kind of expect uh, a a great match, uh, and you're almost disappointed when they don't for whatever reason. Um, But again, like the same with you, I will be disappointed if, if the match doesn't deliver. I'm expecting a real good matchup, and I expect this to take place at a real big moment big spot in the pay-per-view because like I said for me it's one of the big three matches on the night
0: uh-huh. um,
1: I would I would put AJ Naka in there as well and I would put Roman and Brock just because of what that match could potentially mean etc um, and that probably and, and in and, and all honesty that probably is the top three i I'm really looking forward to I see title match comes close to it obviously Um but, yeah, like I say, I've been. I've been. I, I, I says a long time ago that this is a match that should take place at Mania. And I would have been. I'd settled. I would have settled for SummerSlam, but Mania was the one. And I'm delighted we're getting it.
0: Oh, I. Delighted. That, I mean, even that's an understatement. I know. And you were saying there one day that a re- woman will main event WrestleMania. If the rumours are true, then that might actually happen. With this mixed tag match?
1: No, I mean like an actual... I know, I know. Not just, not just a woman involved in it, because that can't be the final match of the night. I it just can't.
0: I hope not. It's not even a case of... I'm not even going to go down the road of Ronda Rousey doesn't deserve it, or why we're having a mixed tag match as the show closer. It's just a case of there are other matches that are more deserving of it. Brock Lesnar will stay in kayfabe here. Brock Lesnar has held that title, will have held that title for a 365 days, there or thereabouts. He is undefeated. He's held, like, that is a big deal for him to, get, like, for all intention purposes, lose that belt to Roman.
1: Like, like, there's several matches that should go on last before that one. Roman and Brock you could potentially say Cena vs Undertaker if that takes place you could say ask in Charlotte I saw that all over Twitter people saying that that should be the main event like I said I don't think that will be because I think if they do go ask uh, Ronda Rousey that has a chance to close the show next year
0: possibly Um,
1: but no this max tag match doesn't do it for me at all but I think from from what the matches that are made that are official at the moment Coupled with the matches that you believe that are going to take place, this mania is absolutely (laughs) stacked
0: out of nowhere.
1: Like you, kind of always have an idea that there's going to be like three or four right good matches, right good matchups. But this is legit stacked to top to bottom. Um, So if you run through it, ask a Charlotte. Please do. Aj Aj Naka. KO and Sammy, which I believe Shane's going to be involved. And if Shane gets involved, so be it. Shane can hit some nice high spots, etc. And at least it's going to be a bit of a, almost like a street fight, anyway. a way. Um, Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day versus Usos. That's going to be excellent as well. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not keen, but I do believe it's going to be Orton, Jinder and Bobby Roode for a US title. You might not be keen, but see, honestly, that's a that's SmackDown alone, and that is that is just heavyweight matchup after heavyweight matchup. You then good. need to throw in uh, the cruiserweight <clears throat> the cruiserweight final as well, which I kind of think we all sort of hope is going to be Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa um, Ali. That's on. That's going to be on it. You've got, and then you move over to Raw, and you've got the Miz versus Seth versus um, Finn, Brock versus Roman, um, The Bar versus Braun Strowman, and we'll obviously touch on it later, Braun Strowman, whoever whose potential partner is. Potentially Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. I'm kind of liking what they're doing with Nia Jax just now. Uh-huh. It seems like they're positioning it for to, be, to turn babyface here. Um, and then, obviously, we could get, take or see enough. people can say what they want, whether you want that match or not, but it's it's a match between two of the greatest names ever, and I'm not trying to say it's going to be good or anything, I'm not trying to sell it or anything, I'm just saying that itself is the selling point there. I...
0: And
1: obviously you get the two battle royals thrown in as well, and obviously that mixed tag match, and the mixed tag match, to ramble on a bit, the mixed tag match, more than anything, is everyone's just intrigued to see what Ron does like, and to me it's going to showcase a little bit but it's not going to give you a real true indication of where she is and what, how no. good she is in the ring at the moment. It's just going to highlight a few a few of her moves, but you're going to find out later on down the road uh-huh. how good she actually
0: is. See, touching on the uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, that was obviously announced last night in SmackDown when Shane O'Mac said they'd be facing off against each other. I don't think Shane will be involved in that. Apart from him saying, you won't see me on SmackDown anymore, they gave him... I fucking... I beat down in a half last
1: night. I think that'll be a case of Shane turns up on the go-home show or the week before the go-home show. I think... Me, I'm thinking Shane turns up, puts himself in a match, and then I think Daniel Bryan turns around and says he's a special guest referee.
0: Oh, can they not just leave with Kevin and Sammy to do I mean, you heard the crowd on Sunday. I right? know. When... They just started scrapping with each other. The, the, the sort of the dual dueling forearms to the head, which is their signature sort of dual fight, and the crowd were lapping it up. And the roles have kind of reversed because Sam is the one that's been more of an arsehole than Kevin Owens is. So it's a new dynamic where you've the your um, your moral alignments have reversed. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that alone is interesting to see. I always, I don't mind seeing a match if someone has went from heel to babyface and vice versa for the other wrestler. That just, like, I'm desperate to see that for Seth and Dean.
1: I, I also don't mind seeing a rerun of a match that I saw six months ago or so, even if it's the same situation in terms of who's the heel, who's the baby. If I know the match itself is going to deliver, I, just uh-huh. don't, I wouldn't want another prolonged feud. That's why I was quite content with New Day and Usos, because to me I thought it was just going to be a one-off match, or was just going to lead to something else. Now with the Boshin Bros, but that's a twist to it, the whole thing. So that's why I didn't. I was a bit annoyed about it, but I was I was still thinking, well, they're going to put on a good match, so I can accept that just now.
0: Well, see if it is Shane. You're going to be. You'll have four triple threat matches on that card. That's too much. So you've got- I
1: know, but they're all they're always all about trying to get as many people on it as possible.
0: I know, but they don't need Shane on it. They've got the commercial match with Ronda Rousey. They've got the the press covering it already. They don't need Shane for that this year. Who's the four
1: triple threat? Right, so... If I see... I see... US title. Well, uh, potentially, that's right,
0: potentially.
1: Probably tag the Smackdown US, tag. Ah, oh, that's right, smart,
0: yep, okay. Uh, so that is, I think four triple threat matches is just a bit too much for me
1: you've got the battle royal as well
0: they're literally going to try and get every single roster member on the card aren't they
1: yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see who gets bumped to the pre-show though
0: well before that's just this is going to, this WrestleMania is going to be about five days long
1: and that's a problem because I, the, the women's battle royal that'll be on the main the main card Probably, and it means fucking nothing.
0: It certainly means it means. We'll talk about that later on a wee bit. Mm-hmm. The women's battle royal, but um, see, as I it's say, like, on you go.
1: Has has the Andre the Giant battle royal? Has that always been on the pre-show, or was that on the main card for a couple of years?
0: It's been on the main card, and it's been on the pre-show. Right, okay. It's been back and forth.
1: Because... Man, I hope this doesn't come come across or sound as incredibly sexist.
0: Well, don't say it then.
1: No, it's a valid point. No, you hope that they're not just putting the women's battle royal on the main card just just because they're women. Because they're like, oh, they're women, so we should be doing it. Like, put it on because they deserve it as opposed to, oh, this will, like tick a wee box and it'll, you know, it'll make us look good. Like, no, that achieves, on the outside it might achieve something, but it really doesn't if you're not actually believing it.
0: Uh-huh. But if, and that,
1: I think I think we can't have two battle royals, so it comes down to I think we probably will have the women's because that's the first ever uh, Muller's battle royal, whatever you want to say, but really it's, a, it's as significant as the Andre Giant battle royal. Nothing really comes from it.
0: I think what will happen is, and it's this is actually the reason why I don't want apart from the controversy side of things, the reason I don't want it is because it will probably end up with Becky, and no, sorry, Bailey and Sasha left, and that will be their sort of blow-off to their feud. I would much rather they fought each other separate, against each other, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. And see, even if it is a pre-show, fine. I think it will probably be the women's Raw title match The Raw women's title match that will be on the pre-show
1: I don't, I think it will be the US title match If there's going to be it anything will about US title match On the pre-show
0: You think we'll put Randy Orton in the pre-show?
1: Did they not have Randy on a pre-show
0: Before? I can't think off the top of my head I
1: think I think they might, like who else would it be? Like really if you think about it not a clue They're not going to put I can't see them putting the Raw title match on it Because to, I, I feel like there'll be a title change there And I know they've done it before in terms of title change But it's a big sort of title change Because Alexa Bliss held that title one for a while And it's almost like the coronation of Nia Jax And they won't want to put that on the pre-show
0: They should just get rid of the pre-show And we're already Accepting that it's going to be a long long pay-per-view Just fling it all together Stop the pre-show Cut it down to an hour and make that part of the card, so it will just be a six-hour pay-per-view, and have have My the God six hours. I know, but it's going to be over five anyway. You know that.
1: I know, I know, but I'm just saying, just, just six hours.
0: I know. So just <sighs> cut out all the crap with the the social media lounge,
1: and all cut that. out the crap that we see, watch these over-the-hill singers, quote-unquote singers or rappers, I what you call them. And they're shite. Nobody cares about Florida No one sure as hell fucking cares about Kid Rock, I don't believe anymore. Like, no one gives a fuck. They pull in, they pull in people, right, that were relevant five, ten years ago.
0: Well, I'm out of the loop, but isn't Florida a, a big deal? No. Okay, I'll take your word for it.
1: I mean, I'm sure Richard James or anyone else down in Florida might correct me, but fuck no.
0: Do you know it actually took me a good year or so before I put two and two together? And realize Florida. Florida is Florida.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he was from like I don't know Alabama or something, uh, New Orleans, and he just named himself Florider.
0: And his name was Alabama. <laughs>
1: That's the thing. Like, who gives a fuck about that?
0: Not well. Personally speaking, not me.
1: I don't. I sure as hell don't. I don't know many people that do.
0: If it was from a like personal standpoint, if it was something other. Dead Now but if it was something like Motorhead then I would watch that
1: uh, but Look, if you're going gr- to go someone relevant or someone new etc I know we're sort of going off topic here but you would get someone like, like the usual the usual names
0: because I think it works better when it's when it's um, during like an entrance like Snoop Dogg when he brought down Sasha Banks a mm-hmm. couple years ago that felt fine Obviously, there's that family element there. But do you know where it wor- worked when it, it was bone chilling stuff? When, um, oh, was it the summer takeover? I can't remember exactly which takeover it was, but Alistair Black came down and, like, a sort of scream, scream-o metal band were singing mm-hmm. like his, his theme music. Uh, and remember, they were on the stage.
1: It wasn't it wasn't against there wasn't a last takeover against Velvet
0: Dream it was Atami I think it was was it a takeover for it it was I Hideo Atami right but this band so that was a summer slam they were headbanging so violently I thought their heads were going to fall off and Alistair Black <laughs> is literally just walking at a snail's pace in amongst the band hardly moving I thought what that is what a striking visual that is I know I see, if you want to get
1: someone someone relevant get someone like Cardi B you obviously won't know who that is, but. <laughs> no clue. You know I mean? <laughs> right, we're going off topic here, but bottom line is, Four Rider is absolute shite.
0: Well, I don't even know if that's going to be a controversial statement or not.
1: but I, I, I can put it into the WhatsApp, the Facebook messenger group right now and see what people say, but. I, <laughs> anyway, let's move on.
0: See, right, see, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. Fastlane and SmackDown, could you argue? the on paper, SmackDown actually has the better part of the mania card. See, I mean, I would say so.
1: Um, yeah, I think Raw, as usual, has probably the more quote unquote glamorous matchups. Mm-hmm. But SmackDown for a, I think, for a pure wrestling aspect, it does. Um, I've been saying that though, I'm 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 really
0: excited though about some of those raw matchups as well. Oh aye the the Intercontinental title matches that'll be a classic I think. The but the KO Sam, you've you've already mentioned it, but I want to mention the triple threat tag team. I don't know how people feel that the Bludgeon Brothers have inserted themselves into this picture because the New Day and Usos have had this legendary feud. But by God, the Bludgeon Brothers made an impact on Sunday night. And fair enough, when you heard their music play at the start, you think, oh God, here we go. But they laid, laid they laid the smacketh down all over the place on Sunday mm. night. And it was really effective. And I've said it a few times now. doesn't matter what their gimmick is. The Wyatts can go in the ring, especially Luke Harper. They've had good matches with the Usos, with the New Day separately. The USO's in the new day speaks for itself. So I know that sort of a triple threat triangle tag team matches can be a bit of a mess, but I think this could be a, a cracking tag team match, tag team title match for SmackDown.
1: Um, because we've always been a fan of Luke Harper as an individual.
0: Oh, big yes, time, sir. massive, massive but fan.
1: We also say as a as a team that we enjoyed them as well. They were always good. It's just a nice little crease, a nice little wrinkle to this New Day and Uso's feud as well, so you add them into it, and it's got the makings of of a really, really good match, Uh, a match I expect to be on the main card. Um, uh, I am a fan of it overall. Um, I thought it was initially going to be uh, a one-on-one with the Uso's and Bludgeon Brothers, but let like I said I'm not going to complain about this match up I think, I think it's got it's one of the better matchups on the card one of the matchups I'm really looking forward to it's a nice contrast of wrestling ability as well because you've obviously got the you through on the Bludgeon Brothers um, their style like just really really rough and aggressive and you saw that um, obviously on Fastlane when he came down and sort of interrupted the match and then on Smackdown when they had the match against was it Jimmy Uso? I can't remember what it was. One of the Uso's in Big E, so they've been booked quite well so far as well. Uh, they look like a real threat. and I'm, I'm looking forward to this match, and I'm looking forward to seeing it building and going, and just see... Because at the moment you're sort of getting... Like, you feel like the Uso's and New Day are sort of going to come together to go against the Bludgeon Brothers, like from a K-Fib sort of angle, but... It's obviously going to break down and it's obviously going to be a triple threat. Obviously, it's not been confirmed or anything, but this is one of the better matches on the card. And in fact, and I think I is not one of the better matches on the card because it's difficult to pick what are the better matches on the card, but this is one I'm really looking forward to. And I'm hoping, as much as you might want them to coronate the Bludgeon Burrows, for me, I want you to continue holding the titles. Usos. Sorry, Usos, sorry, yes, Usos.
0: Aye, let the Bludgeon Brothers win it later on at the the next pay per view. The jewel branded the next jewel branded pay per view. See, it's going to end up a mess, isn't it?
1: Mm. We're going to end up with like five hour pay per views all the time. Oh. Or if you're not going to end up with five hour pay per views, you're going to end up with a lot of people missing out. But in saying that, I, I still believe it that you should have sort of many pay per views taking place on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, um, like because not everyone on it's going to make make the pay per view. And do you remember when I want to say it was just the build up to Survivor Series, or just after Survivor Series, where SmackDown had those three title matches? I think the women's title match, tag title match, and it might have been the US title match was on it. Remember, all only one SmackDown. It was, it was almost tight. like a, it was. I think it was. I can't remember if it was between. Survivor series I think in, de- it was in December. Just,
0: it was, I think it was called the wildcard episode or something. Wait.
1: Was it? So that was almost, really like, almost like a mini pay-per-view mm. or oh, we're have not had we not going to have a pay-per-view for about seven or eight weeks so we'll throw this right and slap back in the middle and it felt like a big deal so maybe you might see one or two things like that. Maybe it, potentially more title defences and maybe more title changes aye. on Raw Smackdown as well.
0: Like More uh, more interesting stuff on go-home shows on m- matches that haven't got a pay-per-view payoff getting paid off the f- Monday or Tuesday after the pay-per-view yep. just to keep the ratings going and all that stuff but uh, Smackdown, so all the telly might still end up rubbish but the pay- the card for Mania is looking pretty sweet for Smackdown and mm-hmm. the, but it's still looking good on Raw there's still a lot of stuff going on and I really liked the Roman Reigns segment on Monday night where he called out Brock Lesnar again, however then he went backstage to basically say to Vince, right I want a word with you I really like that wee segment that they had there but f- f- see this is where is any booking going to work for Roman so he goes out and he says uh, does his truth promos again and I won't be surprised if he starts getting that fucking see the bubble writing that you're getting on screen now Mm. oh that's terrible truly bad uh, they'll start doing promos with that on it but he's doing the truth promos calling Roman uh, Brock Lesnar out for being a part timer then he goes backstage Vince takes him away why was Shane there by the way what was he doing backstage no idea. especially after the invasions that smacked it uh, Survivor Series time and then he gets f- temporarily suspended and the fans cheer that. what, what can he do what booking is going to make fans accept Roman Reigns?
1: Nothing. <laughs> like, it, it's the truth. This, um, this
0: is really, as a case of it, it's not his fault at all.
1: Yeah, and, and like, obviously we've not touched on the Fastlane title match, we'll go back to that in a minute, so we'll talk, just quickly jump to this uh, segment, but nothing. Honestly, there is absolutely nothing they can do because I can't even think of a heel right now who everyone really hates that you could put against Roman and they'll cheer Roman. I can't think of anyone. So for me, if I'm Vince, i stick the two fingers up at the fans. He's probably been doing that for a long time, but I I stick the middle fingers up at the fans and say, fuck you, I no longer care trying to appease, and I'll and i and I'll say this strongly, appease the small minority of people in the crowds. I said it last week or the week before. People who have got an issue with certain things or don't like certain things, they seem to be the ones that speak up the loudest. I guarantee for every one or two people at boo moment, there's five, ten people cheering them. Because we are grown. Some, I mean, some of the grown adults. We think this is the only market people should care about. Never mind the kids or the other people that care about Roman. But as long, as long as this one small minority, one portion of the of the crowd, if they keep booing Roman, we've got to appease them and make sure Roman gets over. I've never heard so much bullshit in my life, and like I say it's people, I guarantee it. So many people right now won't understand why they're boo- booing Roman. I'm booing because the guy next to me booing. Well, you're a fucking cheap. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care anymore. Like it, all you're going to get is these wee cheap pops. And as Rich mentioned in the Messenger group, basically the night after Rob, they're going to start booing and they won't care anymore. Probably. Like I like the idea. And sure, the idea of it is to get Roman over, quote unquote, over. Even though he is already over. I like the idea of it. Like, you just play on the fact that everyone hates it and Brock's a champ, Brock's part time. So you just keep playing on it. Pretend Brock was supposed to turn up to Rob. It doesn't bother. He does what he wants. He only cares about the money. The booking of it is absolute fucking genius.
0: All right? I mean. But
1: come, but come, potentially come mania, people might not give a shit. But like I say, just because that's the people in the crowd, some of them are booing, that's not everyone booing. I
0: mean, it's literally. It is, this booking is literally a look behind the curtain from what happened on Monday there. Oh, that,
1: that was like I say I know you said it was excellent, and that was fucking it. It was, it was so different. You just it? got a small insight in what actually what it looks like back there, and it, it, it's it's excellent. It it was it was really really it was I never expected it at all. Uh,
0: we're uh, going to mention Rich again here, but he <laughs> we're paying Rich's bills tonight, so we are. <laughs> uh, but he said as well, I think it was in the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group or the Messenger, what was it he said? Aye, that we were all upset that Brock is a part-timer and he's hiding behind his contract, whereas it was Vince that was at the other end of that contract that signed it all eh, for like, shoot purposes. But they've incorporated that into it now, by Vince going backstage, eh, sorry, Roman going backstage, calling Vince out and saying, what's the script, what's going on here? Why are you letting me walk out onto the arena floor, the stage of the ring, not even mentioning to me that Brock isn't about? So I like that they're doing that, and as far as I'm concerned, at the moment there isn't anything more to do. Like He's suspended next week, Brock's going to be there next week, so they're saving, they're going to have, you know what's going to happen, they'll be the go-home show, and they'll make up for the mistake that they had three years ago with that tug of war over the belt. <laughs> and they're going to have I think they're going to try and beat the brawl that Brock and Taker had a couple of years ago remember the one that was about five hours long yeah, That's right. it's going to be a big big brawl and I'm all for it
1: um like sometimes sometimes I maybe not overthink it or try and but like sometimes I feel like wrestling should be similar to the way boxing is in the sense that sometimes you do get a bit of pushing and shoving in press conference but most of the time it's just a press conference a face off the way in a bit of jaw a bit of mouth in, and then finally they get to get the uh, get to start punching one another and fighting night. sometimes I'm of the belief in that Like, like oh, sometimes I just wish like a good stare down just just gets the adrenaline going just gets like gives you shivers but
0: they tried that before and it didn't work.
1: I feel like this could be different, and I'm not... And I feel like this storyline now, it wouldn't work, because there's been that much tension, there's been that much aggravation, that you just feel that, even if this was a boxing or an MMA match, you just feel this much supposed tension and aggravation, anger towards each other it'll just explode the very moment they're near each other and that's the sort of that's what you're going to get I think like you say is when they first come face to face with each other because obviously Roman's suspended next week he won't turn up, I don't see him jumping the railings or appearing or whatever and then what we're left with, three shows after are we?
0: This is oh god it's middle of March one, two, three I think it is three rows left
1: Right, so and then I don't think, then there's two after, there'll be two after that, I don't think, I think Brock will then won't turn up on the Raw on the 26th of March mm-hmm. and then they'll turn up on the 2nd of April for the go-home show and that's where will have that big, big fight.
0: Well, can I put my fantasy booking hat on for a wee minute? Mm-hmm. What if you're right and they don't actually, <coughs> like say for instance they've got all the They fake the independent wrestlers and the the jobbers dressed up as security guards and they don't actually get to scrap with each other on the go-home show. And then instead of what is getting a bit boring now when you've got the big matches, the championship matches, you've got and standing in the the corner to my left, all the way from Michigan, weighing in at 280-odd pounds. See that
1: stuff? Who Who the fuck's in Michigan?
0: I uh, don't know it was just the first state that came into my head <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, that, oh, in, uh, do you know geography who comes for a from, from
1: geography lesson for you
0: Michigan's not a state Detroit, Michigan anyway, Detroit, Michigan is it not, is it uh, do you know who is, is from Maybe Michigan is do you know who but, is from Michigan that, um, f- that famous rapper Mitch Eigen Fuck's sake. Uh, anyway, back, lo- <sighs> on, back on point. The oh,
1: Michi- Michigan
0: is a state, sorry, ah. apologies. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, so, in- whenever, say, it's Jojo or something's about to announce it, they just go at each other straight away.
1: So, kind of like how Joe and Brock
0: started then. Uh huh. But they both get the upper hand over each other, if that makes sense. Like, they actually just fall to the floor, punches thrown. Like an absolute.
1: See, and that would Scottish be good because then you could here, have something like. Like Brock or Roman, whatever, toss one in the barricade and roll into the ring, bell goes, and there's an official start or whatever. Oh, like. It, it could work. It could work. Um, but I think that this time the go home show is where they'll just start, like, beating the holy hell out of each other. And that's that just ties in perfectly with the rest of the storyline. Mm hmm.
0: With pace that I think with this whole thing the <coughs> range being suspended, people thinking that's just trying to get sympathy on him. I think they're just trying to pace out and flesh out the story. Same no, as same as why Rousey uh, the Rousey angle wasn't really furthered this week. And I, I you know, I was vocal, like pretty vehemently. So like Rousey better be on every single Raw. If she says she's going to be full time, she's better be full time. And she wasn't on on Raw this week. And do you know what? I wasn't that first because there's like a sort of a break. There's a break in their story just now. And it makes sense. rhonda has got the upper hand. There's only so many things you can do. There are three, three Monday Night Raw's left. So they need to just flesh it out. So pacing it, I've got no issues with that. It gives the build, it makes the build a wee bit more better instead of just filler shite that happens now and again when you've got these Mm -hmm. contract signings or whatever Um, so I'm fine with all the booking that's going on in Raw at the moment but the tag team so as a wee sort of quick recap the bar were coming down to the ring and basically ended up being attacked by all the tag teams on Raw so was it cut? King Kurt made an, like a tag team battle royal and whoever the winner was would face the bar at Wrestlemania and then Big Braun comes down and batters every one of them. So as we currently record Braun, it is Braun on his own versus the bar. We've been saying for weeks what kind of match do we want for for Braun Strowman at Wrestlemania. I don't think this is it. You don't in the sense that this is not what you want, or do you think they're going to do something different? No, I mean I don't think it's what I want. I'm a big, fan. Right. I'm a big fan of the bar, but they're not. They're there's blaming kfe blaming the bar for squashing the rest of the tag team division. That's not the bar's fault that the rest of the tag team division have come up short. Mm-hmm. So to have Braun in it. I think that does scream of we've not really actually got anything planned for them, we've not got anything planned for the bar, why don't we just put them together?
1: To me, it says we're not ready to put the title on you yet, so in a way I suppose I don't have anything for Bron.
0: So we'll just give you two?
1: (laughs) How much would that add to his mystique though?
0: I've got a fear that they're going to it go
1: has down.
0: Aura. I don't think. I think it's going to end up a comedy. He'll end up in a comedy tag team with Elias.
1: See that has a feel of Sheamus and Cesaro when they had that best of seven, and then they had a tag team together, and they weren't very pleased about it. But then they find us that he going on the same page. And that's where it could come down to with those two. Um, personally, I wouldn't give my tag team partner. <laughs> I know <laughs> I would just have him go alone And just destroy everyone But for me it is just um, That they're looking ways to keep him relevant Give him a title Keep him on the upper card Without putting him into the main event scene Yet Because that will happen eventually Because I think eventually you're going to Down the road you're going to get him In the main event you're going to, going to win the title By which point you just hope it's not too late Uh
0: huh I don't know. It's just a bit odd. I I would have put him in the mixed tag match.
1: So would have if that was the way you're going to go. You're going like to get... once all once all the matches are starting to take place, like take shape. Uh, that's what I would have probably have done as well. Because you get that, you finally get that payoff from some Survivor Series as well.
0: Uh-huh, you get the payoff. Ronda Rousey. There's going to be a lot of eyes, a lot of news sites. Um, Following that, and then the ones who haven't really seen the wrestling before will see Ronda Rousey, and they'll go, "Who the hell is that guy? Who is? Honest to God, this guy is the most one of the most organic baby faces in that company." He'd put up on Instagram the other night. They were doing a house show, and there was a boy in the front row with a sign saying, "This is my first WWE event." Braun after a match, his hair's a mess sweating buckets, goes up signs the boy's sign and puts up a um, a picture of it on Instagram. You see him at all the signing events he's high-fiving girls that are a tenth the size of him this guy is like, they can make a lot of commercial money out of him
1: I mean this like in in, in a a non-disrespectful way and, and like He's, he's got that freak show thing uh, about him if you know I mean? like and I, I, and I don't mean that in a bad way you know exactly what I mean like he is he's really tall really big he's thick as hell and so powerful but yeah he's quick as a cat as well like that's your like you know how Andre the Giant was like this you sort of take took
0: the words right out of my mouth I know you've I'm the- not
1: you know like that attraction like but when, when, when you saw some that big and that, like,
0: but he was a teddy bear,
1: street, and you're like, Oh, God, I need you just stop. Me. Who's that? He's got that exact same thing about him. And so that's why you were thinking that Vince would have just been like, No, this is the guy I'm going to go with.
0: That's what I mean. No disrespect to the big show, he has had some career for the size mm-hmm. of his, but see, for that fan interaction and that relativity. I think I think this is the next Under the Giant like the proper sort of commercial mm-hmm. I, I don't know, have you seen any of these adverts for the HBO documentary on No, not
1: not a single thing because I don't care about the Battle Royal No, it's
0: not about the bo- Battle Royals Oh, the, the Andre the Giant
1: documentary they're doing
0: uh-huh. No, not a, thing, not a thing Well, I strongly advise you to seek that those uh, trailers out this. are we watching that? That looks amazing really good
1: I mean, HBO in general do quite do, they do um, see when they're doing sort of serials on things, they do it quite well, because they do hard knocks on NFL, which is quite good they, for the boxing, they always do like a couple of episodes, um, like profiling each fighter and their build up to the fights and that, so HBO generally do it good, and, and if WWE have any input on it, you know, they sort of do their documentaries very well as well.
0: uh uh-huh so check that out let me know what you think about it Uh, sorry to ruin the segue but we've not actually talked much about the Smackdown main event so we'll just wedge that in here shall we did you enjoy it yeah it was alright I'm glad that AJ
1: won it was like you know how I felt about Naka Rusev right I thought that was a good start to the pay per view the winner felt it was inevitable but I still enjoyed it this was the same I never ever had any doubt that AJ wouldn't win I just was I was just enjoying how how he went how he got there and more importantly what kind of stories was coming from it <clears throat> um, so the match itself I, I did quite enjoy there were certain little moments then I, did, I liked I'd hated when they were all lined up for that stupid AA Aww. but I liked how AJ was clever enough to like stop and just sort of look at Cena you had that little face off and then you had them all surrounding the Cena in the ring and then attacking him obviously I had Sammy KO sort of the face off as well um, so I overall um, I did enjoy it um, it was good I thought each guy was highlighted quite well Van Corbin looked quite strong Dolph I've started really caring about Dolph again I know you don't and probably John Ross doesn't but
0: no do you know what I got an answer for why he disappeared mhm in the promo video, the hype, you knew the hype vignettes that they do at the start. Mm-hmm. He was saying, mm-hmm. "I walked away from the company, but I came back for one reason. I want he, he wanted his singles WrestleMania match. So that like, I know how bitter he is in real life about that as well. So fair enough. Um, well, I don't
1: think he's going
0: to get it. No, uh, Corbin. I don't even think he's going to get a match.
1: Corbin no. did look good. He's... That, that that deep six is just unbelievable by the way. <laughs> I know. And, and we're not we're not fans of Corbin. Like he's got deep six and um, End of Days is sensational. And the But deep six is so good.
0: The troke slam backbreaker thing that he's got mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh Kevin Owens made him look like a million pounds. I
1: know.
0: Like Kevin so Owens overall, sold I was... sold the fuck out of his, his moves
1: overall I enjoyed the match it was it was a decent match good end um, the right guy obviously win and I know obviously if we can tie this back into the Raw talk I know you weren't keen of I don't think either of us were keen sorry of Cena being in it but for me seeing that shot of Cena sitting at a turnbuckle AJ sort of in the background with arm raised I think in WrestleMania in the background and seeing how despondent Cena was I've almost come full circle on it I feel like the storytelling is excellent. I didn't need him to be in this main event. I felt like you could have just lost that qualifying match, and you could have still had that same moment. Maybe, maybe they put him in the main event in the Fastlane pay per view for for it to be more emphatic, for it to stand out more. Um, he's look how close he's even got into the match, and then he's lost again. And I know you don't like it, but from a storyline perspective, to me, it, it's excellent. I, 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 I kind of Came, like I said, came full circle on
0: it. See, taking off the kayfabe hat, I don't like Cena. <laughs> See, putting it firmly wedging that kayfabe hat on, I despise him. <laughs> like, can you. I, the specific words he used, he called The Undertaker a man who has wrestled for 27 years in WWE alone, and this was before. This is after his stint in AWA, WCW, and stuff like that, right? He's wrestled for a long time. He deserves to just go away, and he did go away at WrestleMania. And Cena, Cena, of all people, has the gall to say Undertaker is a conceited, self-centered, egomaniac.
1: Can you believe this man? This <laughs> from man. From a cafe,
0: see, right,
1: see, from a cafe point of view. It's just fucking ridiculous. But see, non-K-fame, it's even fucking worse. Uh,
0: from a shoot point of view. <laughs> this guy walks no, about, no, no. Walks Mate, about you're backstage... about backstage five years
1: old and you wear fucking jean shorts.
0: And he walks about the backstage with a shovel. Triple H's shovel. I know. The utter audacity of this man. Like,
1: uh, he lost... Like, t- you know take us, like, take us what, Tegers... always think like... I'm 50 years old, just let me retire, let me just let me enjoy retirement, and I laugh so much when you text earlier on saying, just imagine, take your turns up next week, cuts a promo and says, no, no thank you, I'm retired and that's it, end of story
0: right, He literally comes out and says, <laughs> no what's your, what's, what's your problem pal? <laughs> just let me be right, it's like The reason I'm doing weights is because my doctor said if I don't start looking after my joints I'll not be able to walk again so leave well, the me alone I'm
1: doing weights because I want to stay in good condition so my wife wants to fuck me <laughs> oh my god I don't know it's just just leave him alone <laughs> like so what was the whole point of last year then of putting his hat jacket everything down in the ring I, I think I think right at the time I think that was genuine that that was it uh-huh. and I think as time's gone on I think maybe either Taker's getting sort of um, the, the the bit between he's here to come back or he's been sort of pushed back into it in a way and I don't know which one I just the, uh, don't get me wrong um, don't get me wrong it was an awesome promo from Cena
0: he always does deliver an awesome promo
1: I cannot wait to see when Taker turns up now
0: I just want Taker to come up and just like if he comes back as biker taker just mow him down with a motorbike
1: (laughs) I don't think he'll come back next week I think Cena will come out calling him out cut another promo and he'll come back the week after so he'll come back the week before the go home show
0: and he'll say no and that's it
1: (laughs) end of and like and I know again who was it it was in general it was in the Facebook messenger group I don't know if it was Rich or it was someone else. We're talking about Richelot today. Actually, so shout out to Richard folks. <laughs> <laughs> someone says, "Like, what what's he going to come down as?" I think so. Sort of that's, I think that discussion was taking place. Like, that's a that's a genuinely decent question because on a Raw twenty five, he never had his gloves that ain't on.
0: That's continuity. And
1: so what? What is he coming down as? Is, is he coming down the same look they had at Raw twenty five? I don't really like that look.
0: He's going to come down as mean Mark Callis. (laughs) Mullet. Shorts.
1: (laughs) Don't get me, like I said, don't get me wrong, cannot wait to see Taker's reply to this when he turns up. (laughs) Imagine. The match itself. Imagine the match itself was a five-star match.
0: (laughs) Imagine uh, the next Instagram video from Michelle was, like, Undertaker, like, squatting five hundred pounds, launches the barbell across the room and looks into the camera and says, Away and fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then his music hits and he just walks away. <sighs>
1: I'm, I I'm, like I say, I'm looking forward to seeing what Teger says when he comes back.
0: Aye, but Cena's just oh the utter audacity of this man! Can't, I can't believe ah, it. it's
1: it's it's ludicrous. It's absolutely terrible, but I'm intrigued. I'm not intrigued by the actual match. I'm, I say as it before, I'm more so intrigued by the build-up as opposed to the match.
0: Aye, it's going to either way. It's um, controversial, but it's mm-hmm. safe to say that we, we'll sort of move on a wee bit the most controversial match not even the fact that it's a women's battle royal but the fact that it's going to be the fabulous instead of the Andre the Giant Memorial I can't remember what the correct title is but it's the Fabulous um, Moolah Memo- Battle Royal mm-hmm. now in the age of social media the internet is now it's not even a a well kept secret anymore the Fabulous Muller for years was involved like training, I can't remember off the top of my head but she was involved in basically pimping out female wrestlers that were starting to try to make a career for themselves, should use them, drug them up. Um, they were involved in rape scandals and stuff like that, and drug scandals, and all of a sudden, even after this whole carry-on with Enzo's controversial stuff, they're, they're naming a, a match after The Fabulous Miller, this wretched woman. It's quite shocking, really, when you think about it.
1: So, are you... Are you, like, fully aware of, like, the... The things that... uh, Do you know, there's so much... I'll say supposedly done, because I'm not entirely sure.
0: Just because you've not read up on a lot of it?
1: I've read up on it, but I'm not entirely sure if anything was ever officially complained about, like I don't know, maybe because back then I don't know, I don't know if, so again, I don't know if these are just allegations, but generally, if more than one or two people come out and say the same stuff, then it, it's chances are it's probably going to be true.
0: There's a big massive Reddit thread about yeah. this whole thing, right, and there's talk about the Moolah compo- Compound. Uh Uh, there's there's a first hand account by a woman called Debbie Johnson who trained under Moolah in Kentucky and I've just got a wee quote here Um, she was just plain evil never trusted her or liked her very much she took advantage of all who worked for her in many ways people think it was all glamorous but Moolah managed to make a lot of people think she was some kind of goddess and nothing could be further from the truth She felt like a slave uh, and was treated as one. She wasn't allowed to leave the compound unless someone was with her. Wasn't allowed to have company on the compound, but no-one else was either. It was like a small fortress, an iron gate at the entrance, and they watched me like hawks. She wasn't allowed friends. I mean, that's not even talking about stuff where she'd drug women up so they wouldn't go anywhere else, that she sort of monopolised the territory so that Vince would... Vince Senior could... Um, monopolise it all the woman who worked for her made made Moolah a very wealthy person it wasn't her talent that ended her what she has, but the talents of all the women that worked for her, and this person wasn't the only one treated ban- badly she thinks she's the only one that's willing to tell the complete truth, now again, there is quite a lot that's come out about this recently so it's similar to um the Bill Cosby thing a few years ago where just so much has happened recently, so many people coming out that it's hard to believe that it isn't true. Um Sweet Georgia Brown's another name that's come to mind as well. It's just there's too much to talk about in like a fifteen minute segment, but I think the fact that this has come not long after the Enzo stuff. I mean they didn't they were they didn't even name the the May Young Classic after Mueller because they Somebody must have known that she had a bad reputation. Even Bruce Pritchard came out in his podcast, who, you know, he's basically a brown nose for WWE most of the time. Like, he's trying his best to get a job back. And uh, he was very critical of the stuff that Muller got involved in back in the day. She was an evil person. Muller was involved in the original screw job. What was that woman's name? Wendy Richter. Don't know if you remember much about that.
1: Uh mm-hmm.
0: I could go on and on and on.
1: Look, you don't want to speak of Ill of some people who have passed away, obviously. But as you said, by all by all accounts, she was a vile, horrible person. But come on, this company's got presence for it, so why are we surprised? I stated a few weeks back that we all know about the allegations on. Uh, Jimmy Supervisenuger uh, he's still in the Hall of Fame and but you'll keep someone like that in the Hall of Fame and you'll do stuff for uh, Muller but the stuff Hogan got caught up in as well and he's been quote unquote blackballed but you you know what I mean there's no, there's no consistency there isn't so I know it's going off. I'm going away a wee bit, but the Hogan thing—they've done the right thing. Guy was just flat out saying racist things that you can't say. But on the other hand, you've also got people who've also done other horrible stuff, but they don't seem to care about that. And it's—it's it's weird. Um, like you could have named hell if you named after Stephanie McMahon. Like <laughs> I'd take that right now over the Mueller thing. Aye. And you know, obviously you got all these people tweeting about it and all that, and they've been have been told to do that. And some of them are probably disgusted themselves to have to do it. But
0: apparently they had to take those comments those tweets back when they were saying, "I'm, I'm all for it." Like Ruby Riot, Sonia Deville, Carmela. Mm-hmm. Carmela likened herself to Muller. It's like, oh Jesus, Carmela, for God's sake!
1: That's the thing. Like sometimes the the you just imagine they've been told to do stuff like that, but that's
0: it's like, a really big
1: backlash
0: not, but it shouldn't surprise anyone really that, that they do stuff like this but there's all, they're trying to they're making a big deal out of women's equality this year women's, they had the May Young Classic last year uh, the Royal Rumble this year, they've got a battle royal you're probably going to get the most women's matches at Wrestlemania and they've ever had and then they slap this press, bad press magnet on the top of everything
1: they've obviously think people either don't care because it was so long ago or people in the mainstream media won't pick up too much on it somebody will oh prefer a doubt there's, there's always someone that's going to pick up on it but what like say it's like <sighs> there's just too much surprise and shock at this decision from people for my liking it's like come on let me do. It. they've done this stuff before they'll continue doing this kind of stuff I would like don't be surprised by anything that we do.
0: That's a pretty bleak out bleak outlook to have, but you're you're right, like why are we surprised it is, anymore?
1: It is it's not it's not good but they do stuff all the time, you're like, like you're, why why are you doing that? Like that makes no sense. Like whose benefit is that for? Like they just seem to. It's as if the week, whoever makes the decision, just rolls out of bed one day and decides oh, that is what I'm going to do. And next day we change our mind and do something different. Doesn't like I say. There's no consistency in what they do. No. But bottom line, she was not a nice person. She was not a nice person whatsoever. Um, I say, you don't want to speak too much ill of someone who's not here. But
0: you can speak ill of her.
1: She's just not a nice person. By no. all accounts, she just was not a nice person at all and
0: didn't
1: treat people the right way. Aye. At the end of the day, I know we're going to get all philosophical in here, but you treat people the way you ought to be treated. Mm -hmm. If you treat someone like a piece of shit, in turn they're going to do that the same to you, and you've no getting any right to complain, and by all accounts she was treating people horribly, and like a piece of shit, and in turn she is a very horrible person.
0: Nothing else can be said about it.
1: No, nothing else at all.
0: Well, we cheer things up a wee bit. Is there anything else you're wanting to talk about? Um, or shall we go on with the quiz? Have
1: you
0: prepared a quiz? I have prepared a quiz. It's a short one, but it might be hard, so...
1: Um, I'm just trying to think off
0: the top of my head. If I, getting... I do want to t- chip in one thing about this Fastlane main event. Sami mm-hmm. Zayn had a cracking night. His character work was sterling, sterling stuff on Sunday.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he's just like I say is He was. He could still be your number one babyface in the company if you want him to be. The yeah, guy's just phenomenal. He
0: could be the number one babyface, but he's been a pretty decent heel the last couple of nights. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew that Sami Zayn was going to do something when he basically offered to lie down first. Kevin Owens,
1: although, uh, and and fair, he didn't know. He lay there and owns. I' ah, That's true. That's true. And Owens trying to pick him up and do something to him, and that's when Sam was in. So I oh, don't know what are you doing. Aye, maybe, I don't know. Maybe
0: that's a good point. That was purpose. That was on purpose, I think. But not only that. I mean, the work that he had, where he was shouting and bawling at Shane. saying you you've put a wedge between me and my best friend. Mm. And then again this week on Raw, JR sent a Reddit link like a streamable link when he gave Shane the Huluva kick in Smackdown last night, and the look on his face was just of sheer orgasmic joy, L- <laughs> licking his beard and stuff. It's like, oh, man, he's actually a really good... See if you just let him off the leash. He's a shit hot I
1: hole. know. Now, since we're talking about Sammy, I think I've told you this before, but I don't know if i will say it on air. Um, his finisher, the Halluva kick, I used to think that was called the halumi kick. <laughs> and I was like why the fuck is that finisher named after a cheese
0: that would have been quite a cheesy name for a finisher oh god thank you thank you very much eh I see when I first saw it read out I thought it was a hell of a kick <laughs> <laughs> obviously that's why it's called it but I
1: know uh, but, but halloumi
0: I see when he does that tornado d.
1: oh through the ropes oh Excellent.
0: That never, never gets old.
1: I remember the first time I saw that, I couldn't quite believe what I saw. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> what the hell has he just done?
0: And Kevin Owens takes it perfectly. He must have taken yeah. hundreds of them over their career together. Most likely. Oh, it's just... Mesmerising. And that blue thunder bomb as well.
1: The guy is just a thing of beauty.
0: He's actually... He's such a good wrestler. Uh, and... Despite the carry on that they've had, not their fault, the whole booking stuff going on in the Smackdown, he's had a good few nights. And if it does actually end up with him and Kevin without Shane in a one-on-one match at Mania, fair play to them, well done to them both, and well done to Vince for realising that they've actually put in a shift and a half the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Right, will we get on the go with a quiz then? Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Right, so this week's quiz, speaking of Sami Zayn, even though he's a brown wrestler, it is based around geeks in WWE. Not the nicest of terms, but it's basically wrestlers who are geeks, really <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might be amazing but they're just not going to go anywhere, they're squashed constantly they've got horrific losing streaks, they've got bad angles, so that's the theme for this week, and I did actually struggle with a number of questions, so I've only got five for you this week I'm afraid, alright Okay. Oh,
1: well I mean this quiz,
0: that's fine let's go, I'll do my best with this quiz Aye. Right, so the first question is a double-barrel one. These two wrestlers could be considered geeks. I know you won't consider one of them geeks, right? But from the early days, they are both in the current format version of the Grand Slam champions list. Right. So there, quick, quick. there are only 10 in that. I
1: know.
0: Congratulations to Randy Orton recently doing that. Uh, yep. These two guys were also a tag team. Who are they? So I'll just...
1: These two were also a tag team.
0: Yes, they were a tag team together and it was... I'll give you another clue. The tag team name was a play on both of their names.
1: Tag team what, sorry?
0: Their tag team name, Mm -hmm. it was a pun on both of their names. Mishmashed together.
1: Right. Um... sorry um, uh, mishmash I believe was Chris Jericho one of them
0: he's on the list (laughs) do you get it Uh
1: hilarious
0: fuck you Um, but it's not him
1: Show,
0: yes, and
1: see, I thought it was Jericho for a second.
0: They played on each other's names. That's correct. Jerry Show.
1: Aye, that's what I thought because I remember him talking about that in a podcast once, quite recently.
0: Would you consider Jericho a geek?
1: Yeah, I suppose so, but not really.
0: Fuck <laughs> oh, on. Jericho's Suppose. the goat
1: uh, remember when he first debuted when he came down to rock oh. <laughs> that big long long blonde hair with that horrific looking thing on his chin
0: and the the, the the man bun
1: <laughs> I just love that guy but
0: do you give up will I give you a clue
1: wait was that not the answer no Oh, which one did I get right then?
0: You got the big show right but it's two wrestlers I'm looking for
1: Oh, I thought Jericho was the other one No,
0: oh, Jericho is not a geek How dare I, you?
1: I, that's what I thought you were implying though
0: I was asking you because it was basically a rhetorical question There's
1: no... No, but I thought, I thought that's what you implied, right um, So, right, let me see, let me see, let me go through
0: my head Would you like another clue? Yeah why not This person recently congratulated Randy Orton For joining the club on Twitter Miz? There you go I
1: don't ever remember them being a tag team Show Miz I know but I just don't remember that at all
0: Unless I just made that up Maybe Number 2 Which current Smackdown superstar Is on a 7 pay per view Losing streak You're going to hate this answer
1: Consecutive or just in general?
0: Consecutive. Rusev. Yes. Biggest geek on the roster, ladies and gents. Rusev.
1: The guy should be the fucking uh, WWE champion.
0: He is an uber geek.
1: He is phenomenal.
0: He's average he is not average he
1: is not average number three <laughs>
0: Right, let's move on what pay per view was Jack Swagger's last match and who did he lose to <laughs> god man um... I'm going to hazard a guess that you've not got a clue
1: Was it a pay-per-view or was it
0: a aye. Smackdown? Well, I watched pay-per-view. Sorry, which was this person's last pay-per-view match?
1: Oh, I don't know, but I know I think he ended up... I think one of his last few, if not his last one, was against Baron Corbin.
0: Ah, I'll give you the point, because I was going to say aye. who was it against. <laughs> <laughs> from right,
1: okay, excellent. From I one, don't remember the pay-per-view, though.
0: No mercy, 2016. No, I would
1: never have got
0: that. From, he basically lost our match to another geek. Number four. What was the only championship that Eugene won?
1: Um Nicholas Dinsmore.
0: <laughs> nice one. <laughs>
1: Thanks. It was the In WWE it was um thingy with our very own Willie Regal.
0: <laughs> the thingy? so oh the tag tag yep tag title tag titles with William Regal yep yep that was good stuff did you know Eugene do you know how like he stole all the the sort of legends of the Attitude Era's finishing moves mhm and his gimmick was he was a bit special needs mhm well one of his finishing moves when I was doing research was called the special people's elbow <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez. Politically correct since never. (laughs) Number five. Which current SmackDown Live woman? Their 2017 win loss record was 29 to 131. Including house shows and all that. Current. She's on SmackDown at the moment and in twenty seventeen her win to no contest to loss ratio was twenty nine one one three one. Right,
1: just let me go through the line then. Um I fucking Carmella? No. Um let me just keep guessing then.
0: right um you won't be happy
1: no, she's not sorry
0: you won't be happy with the answer
1: what what was i again twenty nine what
0: twenty nine wins one no contest and one hundred and thirty one staggering losses and i won't be happy with
1: the answer
0: she was also the champion at some point last oh, year natalia aye
1: well I suppose in fairness like not many heels on the road are the really supposed to win at live events so they
0: say see when I was doing a bit of research I was on that profightdb.com and I was trying to figure out a win loss ratio for Sami Zayn. I think it was actually higher than you would expect but I think that includes house shows but see for pay-per-view and TV see the CD amount of defeats that boys had fucking hell that's mm. embarrassing the ultra geek right so I'm sorry I picked on a few of your bays there Ricky
1: fine I was not happy with number 3 right enough but still But At
0: number 2 the Rusev one aye uh, they're going to bring out a t-shirt called it's geek day what
1: it's going to have his face on
0: it uh, <laughs> sorry
1: about that I don't know why I
0: don't like him it's not that I don't like him I don't get why there's such a huge adoration of him.
1: Guy's fucking awesome. He's absolutely hilarious, right? He's good in the ring, can cut a promo, got over on his own. He's good. Came 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 into WrestleMania on a fucking tank.
0: The best thing he's done is not when he came down to WrestleMania on a tank. The best thing he's done was when he beat Kalisto for the US title. When com do their, back, their videos, when he gets the, his own plates on the belt, he said, I'm going to be the United States champion for the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasted like three months or something.
1: I know. fucking just push the man for crying out loud.
0: They won't. He's a mid for life. He should get that tattooed on his chest. I'm annoying you right now, should I? I, yeah. Will we call it quits then?
1: Not not in the sense I want to uh, beat you up or anything. I just like... It's fucking... It's Rusev. I know. Give him every single title there's ever been in professional wrestling.
0: Even the cruiserweight tag teams? I,
1: I, all of them. All of them. And it also includes Caleb's most prestigious title as well.
0: The... Let's get the pronunciation right. The the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion.
1: (laughs) £10 of gold.
0: That cracks me up every single time.
1: I love that guy. Shout out
0: to Caleb. Speaking of shout outs, uh, check out the rest of the stuff on Social Suplex Podcast Network, such as One Nation Radio with Rich and James. Caleb is on your... SMC Wrestling Podcast with Rance and Carl and the Keeping It Strong Style guys Jeremy and Josh check out the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group come and join us and talk a lot of shite Um, good shite though funny shite Uh, head over to socialsuplex.com where you've got an option to subscribe to the podcast as well as all the columns and sort of um, TV reviews that we've got going on there as well I think we've covered all the plugs. Have I got anything else? I think that's us. No. Did you
1: know we can't say Carl properly?
0: N- what? But what did you just say to me?
1: But <laughs> say it like we can't say it properly.
0: No. English people can't say it properly.
1: I don't know so anyway, it doesn't matter. Carl That's Carol. Carl. Carl? Carl. Carl. I love that man Shout out to um, Barry and JR as well obviously
0: Yep Get them on before Wrestlemania hopefully get a nice big preview show on the go Um,
1: I know we've only got what is it it three weeks in it ah three three left so ideally get them on before in worst case get them definitely on the week after it so we can discuss Mania
0: Aye Maybe we can invite them on to Anchor and try and get some, even if it's a case of splicing some good Scottish banter in there from them, that would be helpful. But we'll get Mm -hmm. something sorted.
1: Yep. Um, Also, shout out to, sorry, shout out to Stephen Hawkins as well. Man's a fucking legend.
0: (laughs) Okay. What? Uh, just, I'm saying okay then, that's fine.
1: I know, I I couldn't believe when I found out he was 21 when he got um, diagnosed.
0: Uh, anyway, I've seen the film, it's good. Anyway, this isn't the movie review show. Uh,
1: that is coming, coming soon, folks.
0: Speak to you next week and enjoy your weekend. I'm away to watch 205 Live. Good night.
1: Take care, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.